0: Welcome to the Metamarine Podcast, where we talk all things from Warhammer 40k that have power armor. Keep all appendages inside the drop pod until it comes to a complete stop. It's time to rev your chainswords and beseech the pantheon. Don't be a Tina. Wow. Hey everybody, welcome to another fine edition of the Metamarine Podcast. I'm your host, Max Style, along with Thomas Bird and Nick Fuller. How you guys doing tonight?
1: Doing fantastic. One week left until our big tournament, uh, ATC. I'm excited. It's been a long build up for this thing,
2: so I'm ready to kick this thing off. Yep. Finishing up some last minute hobby stuff and get some paint on some models, but uh, it should be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah really fortunate. Uh,
0: if I haven't been at work and I haven't been making food for people, or you know, actively changing diapers, I have been <laughs> painting and I'm kind of tired of it uh, both changing diapers and uh painting I'll be honest it's it's as good as it's gonna get it's I'm I'm pretty much oh yeah did you, no. call, did you call it done now are they I, done? it's no I just called it <laughs> yeah yeah it is tournament ready it is good <laughs> enough to, to not lose 10 points how about that well there, that's
1: sometimes that's all you got right so we'll make it work it is a brand new list so we can we can make some exceptions hot the hot lizard drop we it get was, to see uh, it in action
0: it was, a, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, so I learned some interesting stuff this week. Uh, maybe not learned, um, but had reinforced some interesting things. Um, and it's going to come out of left field a little bit. Chaos Space Marines. They may not be as dead as you think. And they may have to just be a little bit different. I watched some some play with some Chaos Terminators that really kind of made me stop and think, that's, that's not terrible. Um, and it was with Zinch. Terminators, chaos, terminators. What? We're going back I, in time here. Tell me how know, this could possibly I know, be good. I know. So, what do what do they have left to them? I mean, with the with the changes that came in the data slate, but possessed. That's that's, hmm. that's not fast enough. Hmm. But chaos terminators still shoot pretty hard. They still, if you do a pact, give you full rerolls to hit, which lets you.
1: Hold, hold, hold one second here. Did you just say possess aren't fast enough? Don't you advance and charge with the right mark on
0: freaking nine-inch
1: move Possessed? They're just like, well, sure. you guys.
0: Sure. They're just like but, run across the board and charge you. Uh, then you've got to put a character with them to do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to
2: want a rhino. No, Possessed. They you don't need no rhino. They just, oh, no. no, just, no I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Chosen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Possessed, yeah, right? Yeah, I, play, I play a lot of Chaos Space. <laughs> do, do they need
1: a character for that? They just, they just have uh, it, right? They just have silnesh, right? Don't they just keep well, it from the true. mark?
0: If you give him the, the Master Possession, he can give him a little bit of bonus. But not, not the point. <laughs> okay, the point was... Not... Um, Terminator, okay. Yeah, it, was, it was it Zinch Terminators who give Lethals on fives if they're Zinch, if they do okay. a pact in shooting phase. Just um, bolter shooting, right? Or are they maybe combis? It was just straight bolters. Uh, no combis. And they had a uh, librarian with them or a sorcerer in mm-hmm, form, mm-hmm. which increases the AP yep, I got of hit everything by that. that shoots at a single thing. It wasn't terrible. Uh, also, um, rapid ingressing and just in the mm-hmm. open and going, I'm here, I'm in between two units. What are you going to do about it? And uh, using Gone to Ground to force yourself to have a six-up invuln instead of a four-up invuln. So that you fail some that you probably shouldn't fail, because when you choose your saves, you can choose your save profile that you use is the way it's phrased, hmm. so they would have a two up, a four up invul, and a six up invul right and you can selectively go i I'll, I'll lose enough to lose a guy so that I can grow a guy back, and now I effectively have advance in charge if you think about it,
2: huh just cause because cause you have I'm the extra moving space five, of the guy yeah.
0: I'm going to go two and two well that's a four inch advance
2: at the end of the day. Okay, Not right. that's kind of tricky. It,
0: it was it was enough that it made me stop and think. I wouldn't have thought about that. That's a decent enough play.
2: I mean, yeah, because the ideal is you lose one guy, right?
0: Well, uh, yeah,
2: or just, like okay, him. okay, you can like pick and choose your saves. Be like, nah, I am gonna make this one on six. like I mean that's
1: it's certainly a gimmick, right? Or like that's a strategy, I should say, a tactic, but like that investment that you just said is rapid ingress. And go to ground. Like who? Who has that two CP? Like you just kicking
0: around for this. Like,
1: well, we go time um, charge.
0: Um, I think Abaddon's coming back. I think he has to. I don't think they have a, another choice. Unfortunately, in that codex. I mean, uh, and, and having extra CP from him's not that hard. Um, I mean, it, he's I, a scary just, dude by himself too. It was an interesting play. I I did, wouldn't have thought of that, and it was something that I learned this week.
2: I mean, so I at the end know. of the day, too, it's ten terminators. is still ten terminators. Like, <sighs> so ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could, it's like uh, you know. Of course, I'm playing marines, and my army is specifically tooled up to kill individual big things, right? So, the more points you invest in one unit, like marines, typically like like that, right? Like, so they have a lot of things that can just focus fire. But uh, I could certainly see like that giving pause to certain armies, like better get me, you got one turn to get me, because next turn I'm, I'm getting to get you, right?
0: They still punch just as hard, they still shoot just as, you know, as hard as they ever have. I'm not going to say they're the, the end-all, be-all of the shooting nah. phase, but it's not nothing. Uh, and it kind of mitigates the whole stratagem, letting them not reroll hits and wounds, but now they still can. It's It was interesting. It was interesting.
2: Hmm. I mean, what is the state of chaos right now? Like after the the fix, kind of we all over the place. Um I mean, there's some there's some play
0: with like or some some list that I saw online of like four rhinos full of legionaries,
2: just crazy <laughs> that pants feels stuff. Pretty desperate. <laughs> just crazy pants. We're going stuff. back to basics. <laughs> we're going to learn to dribble the ball first. Listen here,
1: okay? Sticky <laughs> objectives. We got this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it is what 80 points for a unit of legionaries 85 and then I mean, 70 it's... for a rhino uh, in that ballpark i mean you're you're in that unit for 160 170 points it's, it's not, not the worst yeah it's, it's not, not the worst. terrible
1: like their're they're, they're fighting profile they get a lot of attacks and they do pretty well OC high so you know they can do some stuff
0: it's respectable um, it's no in open field pop the rhino kill the guys i mean that's you know That's 40k 101. I'm not gonna (laughs) say that that's gonna win you, you know. So, you're gonna want to kill a
1: transport
2: first, is what you're saying. Yeah, (laughs) taking notes over here.
1: I mean, you should be surprised, right? Like, that some armies that's hard, right? To do the one two combo, like, you may be able to kill the thing, but you can't get the guys in the same activation. Um, like, death guard, right? That's how that's how like the the jack in the box game is of death guard and some sister builds. It's like, well, I got all these guys and rhinos, like, don't come over here, or there's death on the stick inside the rhinos. Chaos can play too, right? It just depends on it's a little less if they go chosen now, like you know, point wise, but it's interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm wrapping up my season with the uh, Tyranids. Um, <laughs> like I don't like the transport, like how big transport has gotten in the game because I'm, I'm going, I got nothing, man. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you with an exocrine. Uh, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> um you just tag them, right?
1: You have so much stuff that's fast. You just run around and grab them, and then they can't get out. And then you I mean, stand the, the
2: there. Death Guard being as big right now, whereas, like, everybody inside the, the, the whip has flamers, I can't just, like, throw random. Like, oh, I got five Termogons left over here. Yeah, we'll throw them over there. they will we'll block them. It's just, pop around the corner and just get flamed. I mean, they can't flame out in Overwatch,
1: so at least you have that going for you. So, like, again, you're still sacrificing those like you would. But they're they're like keeping them from getting out potentially and then they're flaming out of the top, so it's only two flamers instead of the whole squads worth the flamers.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, or they have to risk falling back, right? So they can't shoot it with other trucks or tanks or guys and they have to force to get out to charge, which is really all you're really wanting them to do is if they don't kill you all the way, they gotta de mech and get some guys to help out.
2: So the problem I've been <laughs> running into with Tyranids, though is just like it's so sweaty every game. Just going, uh, all right, all right, all right. The first five plans failed. What do we got left? <laughs> it's like a us mine in the backfield. All right, all right, all right. Check it out. I'm gonna I mean, charge that guy. I feel yeah. like you're on hard mode for sure. You're like having yeah. to solve the Rubik's cube every turn. So, you know, like, I'm I'm huh. definitely looking forward to to busting the power armor back out. That's it solves a lot of problems when you can just say
0: everybody's. You know, tough four two wounds with a three up save. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah.
2: And access to grenades and smoke and tank shock. Like you would to yeah, be surprised. forward to it. My my list
0: grenades are a little hard to come by. It's it's way easier now than it used to be. My old list, like, just didn't really have them anywhere. It's kinda unfortunate. Which I still think aggressors with the with the bomb racks should have grenades.
2: Mm, that should give them the grenades, right? Or the grenade yeah, the grenade launchers. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a
0: grenade launcher. Why do they not have the grenade keyword? <laughs> <laughs>
1: only Different <aggressors>. grenades, man. <laughs> or only uh
2: eradicators. So. But yeah the vanguards have it?
1: Grenades? Uh, yeah, they do. Believe yeah. they do. They do. Okay. they do. And
0: the captain yep. does as well, so that transfers to the unit. Fair. Yeah. Um well Thomas, what did you learn this week? I
1: learned so you know, with our ATC prep. You know, we're looking at all the teams' matchups. We're looking at our factions. You know, obviously we have a Necron uh, player on our our team, uh, but the, he's playing a different Legion than like what's mainly popular Hypercrypt, Necrons popular. So I don't we don't see that. I don't have a lot of reps in the Hypercrip. Uh, so I'm like, hey, Necron player, tell me all about Hypercrip because why aren't you playing it and what is good about it? Right. So he's going, he's running me through it all. And so I learned, and then, you know, we had Cherokee going on this weekend. So by the time you listen to this, Cherokee would already have come and gone. There's a, we saw some players like, you know, playing the strats wrong. And we're like, wait a minute, how does that work? Right. So like, if you ever play Necrons, Hypercrypt, if you don't know, I learned this weekend that, um, there's kind of two main strats that they use or you know, strategies. Like The Hypercrip is all about jumping up and down, kind of like necrons, uh, great knights. They can go up and then come back down from reserves. They have a strat to come in within three inches. They use the monolith a lot to teleport guys um, out and, and shoot. They want to like drop in and just hose you down, and they have a lot of mechanics and shenanigans to kind of drop in real close to you. And they have a strat that says you can charge when you get out of the monolith. The monolith itself says if you get out of the monolith, you get out extra close to the enemy, but no charging. But they have a strat that kind of counteracts it. But there's kind of caveats with that, right? So number one, only infantry out of the monolith. So no Satans, no whatever else, vehicles, whatever. I don't even know what else they have, right, that could possibly be besides Satans that are not. I guess you have some vehicles, right? Like but Wraiths can't do it. But. Because Wraiths are beasts or cavalry? Or... They're boys, right? Because they can go through walls.
0: Well, not mounted, I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so just infantry only, right? So that's a big deal. Um, and then uh, the the monolith has to be on the board to, at the start of the turn to to do the yeah um, to, to use the strat that lets you charge, right? So like the the strat it, it says specifically in the stratagem if you're you know got to be on the table. So like if you use the monolith to deep strike in or use the three inch to deep strike in, get guys in super close. You cannot use the strat that says override and charge because you came in from reserves. You weren't on the table to start. So, like hmm. seeing people play that wrong to the dismay of your opponents, it's just like that's not cool. But the, I learned. I was like, well, how do you stop that? I'm like, well, that's that you don't have to stop that because that's not <laughs> you, how that works. You right? Stop so, that
2: because that's not a thing that happens. <laughs> reading,
1: you know, like you just <laughs> reading is comprehensive. You know, reading is fundamental. They look, just read the words on the on the actual thing. It's not even like convoluted. It literally yeah, it's says it's not a huge in the...
0: stratagem. It's it's like three <laughs> sentences total, the whole thing. Counting like, the flavor text. Yeah. It's um it's rough. It's, so, uh, yeah, like, raids are surprises. they cannot they
1: can't do yeah. it. So yeah, raids can't come out. Destroyers, I think, are infantry, right? Or uh,
2: the but, the melee ones, yeah. Yeah. Because they can go about, through walls. What about the shooting ones? They're infantry. Um
1: I don't have the book, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, but i say, I haven't dug too deep into the Necron stuff. But they are, probably should, you know, considering they're so popular right now. <laughs> yeah, you if you're any,
0: listening in internet land, you, you hear that and you don't know. No, they are They are mounted. Both the oh, heavies so, and the standards are mounted.
1: So they can't jump out? They can't jump out and charge you and shoot you? Like, that's not thing like they with can shooty do. Shooty ones, anyway. Yeah, but, like, they might use them to jump out just to freaking hose you down, like, at point-blank range. Usually, it's about getting angles. Um, And then, of course, you know, the standard, the strategy, right, is if you can withstand whatever that alpha that does actually come out legitimately, then just kill the monolith and they can't, like, jump away. Unless they have a royal warden, you can't fall back from combat, like, just tag all the stuff. Like, if they have mortals or warriors, just, like, tag them all.
0: That's true. If you just killed it all,
2: they can't do anything. I mean, that's my <laughs> strategy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <You're> models?
2: Why? <laughs> Sadly, look back over my internet codex. Yeah, just kill the monolith. It's that easy. <laughs> all right, so you're going to need three guns that you don't have. <laughs> I need seems, 18 zoanthropes. We got seems, this.
1: Seems easy enough. I mean, you, you got a couple of the you can hope that you hit. Two d six damage. Right. I,
2: I rolled that guy out. By the way, when he dropped his <laughs> points, I just I sat there at my, at my desk just rolling dice out. And in like five rounds of shooting, he did like three damage <laughs> on average. Like I was like, all right. And throughout the course of a game, like how much is this guy going to do? Am I rolling it, rolling it. Like, ooh, buddy. Oh man, that's rough. <laughs> it's literally two d six damage, right? Like, you like you get one through the whole game. You've got to roll better than
1: three. Seven is the average, right? Like you got to
2: have seven. It's two shots. It hits on threes, usually gonna wound on twos or threes. Right. right? But there's no re rolls. And just on average dice, mm-hmm. you're gonna miss one and then it's uh you know, if you have a four up in you're just, like shooting into the vehicle has a five up in something like that, it's just like you might squeak one through and then they save it. Or you get two through, they save one, they take damage, they take three damage. You know, like or like seven damage even. You're like, How many wounds does that guy have? Sixteen. I scratch his paint real good. He's not having, he's, he's calling his insurance company right now. Yeah. I mean, I think you, at that point, you're like, you're all in for it, right?
1: Like, if you're going to go for the train effects, you have like two or three of those things, and you're just like, I I'm mean, volleying the shots in, hoping
0: they,
2: they punish you. Yeah, but they're how many points? 190. So, I spent 600 Ooh, points. That's too much. For six And last you, the thing is, like, you, you spend that kind of points, so like, yeah, you, you kid them all out, yeah, and then you run into somebody at a tournament, it doesn't have any vehicles, or doesn't have any like, big stuff, and you're like, uh, I'm yeah. still pretty tough. You, you play, play ADNICK,
0: and they throw a thousand rangers at you. And you're like, <laughs> you did it, buddy. You killed thirty of them.
1: And
2: you just run up there and just like, now it's the uh, it's the dreadnought that just stands on the objective with a up save. You're like That's you, what just, you, you make a make a little triangle with three of them on a, on a point to where like no one else can get on it. It's <laughs> like me and my Norn friends. You know, like my- <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Norns are going to give me a conniption. We <laughs> so went through
1: so many variations with Nick, trying to like to see if there's better versions of his list. Different detachments, you know, is it swarms? Is it like a lots of big bugs? And uh, round and round, different unit combinations. How many games you figure you've played in the last uh, oh, two man. months prepping here?
2: In the last two months, probably close to like 30 games, give or take. Like one RT that we played was three games but then like two games a week basically trying to get like two games a week and then like a couple of times we've gotten like really sat down and knocked like three or four games out but it was a lot and we kept going back and forth like I said between somebody, every now and then the team would be like have you tried to put Norns in the list? Like, yeah <laughs> Norns so so and so we I, finally and I was like oh, I hate this I hate the way this plays like it's not terrible <laughs> it's just the way I play I don't, I don't like it and then to be like two three weeks later we're all sitting around kind of what if we put a norn in the list, oh, man. I saw some
1: list with norns do good
2: at some tournament. Did,
1: have you thought about norns?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's trolling them. He's just really just trolling them. He's just like, you yeah. still we wait. Got
2: to play. I got the was like, I was like, man, shut up about the norns. And then like that <laughs> night, I'd be like, I mean, the norn's are not that bad. <laughs> I mean, real? What do I just put one in? And then I'm like doing playing with the list, trying to find points for. It. I'm like, yeah, all right, never mind. no, no, we're not doing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So how many points is it, Norn? Now that we're talking about it.
2: Uh, 275. For the good one? Yeah, for the good one. <laughs> there's the, the one good with the one and the, the other one. Yeah. You shall not be named. Old the one that won't hands. be there after two turns. Or a turn and a half. You can't have a that big without an invul. You
0: just can't.
2: Even with the invul, it's like, there's so much height. Like, Meltas, just, just chew them up. Because it's like, Oh, you got one through and did eight damage. I'm like, okay, hey, that's half. So, like, a unit of eradicators just goes, well, you're going to have a bad day. So, I'm rolling all this. Man, stuff. get out of here, you unit you know, of eradicators. <laughs> I, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. The only difference between a Maliceptor and a Norn is, like, two extra wounds. They both got two up. Oh, sorry, no. Maliceptor has a three up, sorry. He has a three up save. And a four pinfall, and I can give him the five, but feeling of pain with the uh, invasion fleet. And raise your hand here if you're scared of a Malicepter. Mm, sorry, mm, crickets, huh? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Four up and one will save. Don't care.
2: So, so uh, two extra wounds. That's gonna that's gonna tilt the scales. But one of them, right. like if
1: you go norns, aren't you taking like the one where you have armor contempt, and you to have two up save with armor contempt and cover? Like that's always yeah. a thing. That's that's still a thing. Yeah, it's true. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you play land raise enough, you are like mm, I can have a four-up and all that. Mm, yeah. And I feel no pain. I'll, yes, please. You know,
2: like <laughs> it was two sixty, right? Like, one of the like, practice games, a uh, unit you know, of eight bound walked up to one that was just like saying it with his chest meat. Oh, yeah, come on, give it to me. And they were like, All right, man, cool. And just picked him up in one round. I'm like Is it yeah, three, eight bound or six, eight pound? It was six, eight bound. Come on now, come
1: on that's what they do. They kill everything,
2: <laughs> that's what they do.
1: You can't be like, oh, they got me. <laughs> like, what they, who do yeah, they but get? My teammates are going, they
2: can't be killed. The Norns are invincible. <laughs> okay, come on now, we have to have to just have a realistic
1: conversation here.
2: <laughs> so, actually, that, that's an interesting
0: question. What is the hardest to kill single thing in the game at the moment? Like with all the buffs up, like you know, like you have to
1: kind of qualify it. Just straight all things Dana in chic. consideration.
0: All things in consideration. Full power. What is him. the one thing you see
2: and you go, "Well, I'm just not going to kill that, so ignore it." Hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, Necron's got some really good stuff. Like the couple of games I played against uh, one of our Necron players, where it's the Scorpec Lord, the Destroyer Lord, with the big, the big choppy axe, with a four up, uh, feel no pain, just. I threw my entire army at him for like three turns in a row and he'd just stand there and be like he'd get down to one and be like Oh man, he's still alive. Anyway, he'll back up. <laughs> yeah. Go.
1: He'd Stand back up and Woken Legion is just like, Oh, you finally killed him? Oh man. One CP, he'd big gets back up.
2: Oh, and I heal myself.
1: Oh yeah. I'm back back. At you.
2: Yeah. And he does mortal wounds on the on the charge, so he just like gets a little crab kick in there and fuck it and punts kicks you. <laughs> that's uh yeah, yeah, that's a never, pain in the butt.
1: Necrons have some like pains, depending on which attachment, right? If you get the guys that can stand up, double double down, Sarek or whatever the guy Serez, whatever his name is, Luminor Seres, he's a pain because he just has a forp in normal save as well, and feel the pain, forp the um,
2: Some of the I mean, like, stuff's
1: pretty pretty hard to kill too. Yeah, if they, if they pop the like wardens with the forp feel the pain, like the one turn when it's go time, they can just like juice up anything with forp feel the pain, right? It just starts getting real dicey. You are like, ah, oh, jeez. Just weird they got how the that like. Protection against dev wounds, so like it's just not even like. I just guess see those being a thing, you know. Again, it's like different different. Weapons make it easier or less or harder to kill, right? Like if you start talking about profiles, kill things. So it's just it just goes back and forth. Like for me, like my marine list with the aggressors, which is all one damage. So if you start talking about satans, people are like, "Oh, satans are hard to kill." You are like, one damage. I don't care about your half damage. You got feeling the pain, like. That just means you have X number more wounds in, in terms of the math. Can I do how many math wounds? So you're like, that's what it takes. So you just shoot it down, right? So like you go through that profile, unless you just have like something that just like negates AP or or makes damage zero. Like there's things around there. So it just depends. Are you shooting with single big shots? Are you shooting with a hundred million baby bullets that just wound? Like things that have like lethal hits. Necrons, I think run around with a lot of lethal hits. Death Guard could do lethal hits. Obviously, Aggressors in my list can do lethal hits. Then you don't care about wounding, right? All the th- uh, minus one to wound, minus toughness, all that stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's hard for me to say what's the hardest thing. Um, because you just like what what profile? If you're auto wounding, doesn't matter. It just becomes a save thing. I mean, what's you get? What's your save?
2: Yeah, you know, you I mean, what's the beefiest save? thing in the Marine Codex, though? Just like just on paper. Looking i looking at it. It's got to be a
1: land raider, right? Maybe a Dreadnought, you can argue a mm. Dreadnought with minus one damage is beefier against certain things because you're just talking about two-up save,
0: number yeah. of bulk wounds. Yeah, you, you probably got to go Redemptor is like the main – I mean, obviously you could say like, oh, the Thunderhawk transport. Yeah, great, but it's also 800 <laughs> think, points. Yeah, things that you might actually take. And what's so funny,
1: right, because Dreadnoughts have been around forever and people love Dreadnoughts, and I just think it's so casually easy to kill. Like I don't even think twice about a Redemptor being extra hard to kill. I'm like, uh Minus one damage. Who cares? Like, You know, I'm going to shoot you with a melt-a-shot. Minus one damage. Or I'm going to throw a grenade on you. Do some mortal wounds. Like, none of that matters. So minus one damage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, the lack of mortal wound protection is... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you kind of get around it's the stuff. You either have
1: great saves. Just throw some mortals on them. Um, or they're minus damage. Just hit them with big damage. If you do eight damage and it goes down to seven, you're like, eh, it's still good, right? Like, obviously easy to say
0: if you don't have those guns in your army. I think that's um, I think that's what gives a lot of people feel bad it's playing T-Suns, playing against T-Suns because they're traditional things of I'm tough 10, I have a 2-up save I'm minus 1 damage, I'm going to live forever and then some jerk who read too many books comes around a corner and goes, you don't have a save anymore and you go, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's, you know taking take a bunch
1: damage. of bolters
2: that you don't have saves to you're like, wait a
1: minute uh.
2: yeah because they have, yeah. uh, they can spam out lethal, right? They do the sustained or lethal. The
0: cult of magic, everything can either have sustained lethal, sustained one lethal hits or devastating wounds. Yeah, any so psychic a weapon. Like, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and you have Magnus if he's nearby, it gives him plus one to wound. I think right. You have a ways to get reroll wounds. Psychic, so there's lots of ways. Yeah, get,
0: you can get plus one to wound with your. Which actually, we should do a segment on. Don't get cheated by T Suns players. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I want to join up for that
1: class because I always feel like that. <laughs> some magic's happening on the other side of the table. I'm like, just tell me when it's over. I'm like, how many saves do I got?
0: Well, I, like, I, That
1: doesn't sound right. You're like, every now and then you're like, mm, I hate to be that guy, but like, I don't know. what you, That doesn't make sense. I've played so, a lot of House Sun games. That sounds weird.
0: We might as well start into that now, as a matter of fact. Uh, so this is going to be the segment of don't get cheated by T-Suns players.
2: <laughs> they don't actually still have a psychic phase. Yeah, they don't. They don't.
0: Um, yes, they can just remove your normal saves. No, they do not need line of sight to do it. It can be within 18 normally, but if they're within uh, a range of a war beast, it can be 36. It just, it yeah. is what it is, man. You don't have normal save. You still get an invuln, still get final pains. You just don't have an armor save anymore. So cover doesn't matter either. Yeah, but you
1: still got to see them, right? So like to shoot, whatever the
0: guns it, are. 100%. Just the ritual yeah. happens and that unit can't for this phase anymore. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah, so like if you're
1: desperate, you know, and you think they're not going to do that much wounds, you can go to ground. Can any unit go to ground, or is it just infantry mm-hmm. can use that strategy? Anything uh, oh. can go to ground, I believe. So yeah. you just get the 6-up invulnerable save. So you still get invulns, so it just takes away your armor save, so there is a potential. Obviously, if you have any kind of feeling of pains built in, um, if you have psyker units, obviously like librarians for space marines, they'll give you a 4-up feeling of pain against psychic weapons, so you can kind of. Uh, no, actually, only in.
0: infantry can go to ground. You're correct. Yeah, I,
1: th- I, thought it was, I thought tanks could not. So it's.
0: Okay. <sighs> um, yeah. But let's back up a little bit. So, T Sons, their cabal rituals, that's their army rule. Um, they only generate Cabal at the start of their command phase with what's on the table in the command
1: phase. That's a big gotcha one there. If you, like, they teleport some guys or they have deep striking a bunch of units, you're like, those guys mm -hmm. aren't on the table, don't count points for them.
0: So the teleport, if they're using their Umbrella Crystal, they can count. Because the crystal Uh, says, in the command phase, pick them up, and you generate Cabal at the beginning of the command phase. And they have to be on the table to do the Umbrella Crystal. Oh, So you can go... I generate now. I'm going to teleport, and I come back down at the end of my movement. So you, you so I thought you teleported
1: off during the end of the opponent's turn. So you do it during. No, it's your, your command turn. Phase.
0: It's your command phase. So you're up and down literally the same turn. Yep, that's that's the relic, the upgrade, the Umbrella mm. Crystal. It used to be called the once per game, right?
2: Once yeah. per game. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah but yeah. if they're in a Rhino, if they're in a Land Raider, they don't generate Cabal, and the aspiring sorcerer is what generates the, um, the cabal ritual point in that unit. So if you have a way to kill him, they can't generate out of that unit anymore. Hmm. So if he gets hot or something, but there's the whole thing about, uh, a dev, you know, uh, a hazardous role. And if you already have a damaged model and it goes on that one, so it's a whole thing. They can play tricks with it. Um, Alright, other stuff to know. They can, so the move again stratagem, or the move again ritual, is at the beginning of the shooting phase. Don't let them, if they've Mm. already shot, if they've already done another ritual or something else, can't really do that. Uh, The only thing they can do is Doombolt also happens at the beginning of the shooting phase. Basically all the good stuff they want to do has to be super telegraphed at the beginning of a phase. So if you have somebody that's like, alright, I'm gonna shoot and I didn't kill it, oh I'm gonna do them bolt. not oh, the like bolt just try to finish them off,
1: you're like, no, 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 no you gotta bolt gotta happen first.
0: The, hmm. the thing to remember is T Sons are really good, but so was Babe Ruth. And like Babe Ruth, they have to call their shots <laughs> constantly. Babe Ruth, baby. I don't remember what the rest of it was, but Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth. <laughs> um And the the twist of fate where they remove your saves, that's also at the beginning of any phase. So like literally they have to do whatever they're trying to do and like they will telegraph what they're doing at the beginning of the phase. So you know where you're going to need to use stratagems if you're going to want to. If it Hmm. helps. Hmm. Um, I know that there aren't a whole lot of things you can do to it, unfortunately, but it is what it is. Um, They can do the doom bolt and the move against strat at the beginning because they can schedule how they want things to revolve, even though they're both at the beginning of the phase. So there's some shenanigans there. Um, the re-roll wound rolls from Rubric Marines only works on an objective that they don't control.
2: Oh, it's not just an objective? Correct. They have the target to shoot. has to be on it, right?
0: The target that they're shooting at has to be on an objective that the T Suns player does not control. Mm-hmm. So if
1: they like jump up on me point blank with some flamers, and now they out OC me because they just jumped on this objective with me, no rerolls to wound because like I'm also on it. And they're it says better not
0: control, it, so they could walk off and be like, "Well, we tie OC now. I moved off the objective. I don't control it. Pff, reroll yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean that that's one of those things that they either know or they don't, and then they just get you. You know, like you...
0: pretty much, pretty much. Um, so the weird line of sight thing, uh, the way the weird line of sight thing works is one of the characters has to have line of sight to something. Okay. Let's say they do you're behind a wall and the umbrella for crystal, a guy back behind you and he can see a unit. The rest of the army, then the characters can target that unit without line of sight all the psychic weapons in those units gain indirect and ignore cover
2: Hmm.
0: so if you leave an open spot it's just line of sight they're minus one to hit
1: right but they're still they get ignore cover
0: you just get indirect fire but it's a psychic weapon so like with Magnus around you can negate the minus one to hit with plus one from his because it's plus one to hit and wound with all psychic Mm. you got a way to change people's guns to psychic too right you can, but only bolters. Oh, okay. So the the flamers can never be psychic, and the um, uh, plasmas can't, and neither can the soul reaper cannon. Oh,
2: that's a big deal because if they had indirect flamers, that'd be
0: terrifying. The only I mean, flamer that can be, be close, but yeah. is the um, the one you still have to watch out for is the uh, oh, it's the the new character that came out. Um, Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. The Infernal Master. His is still an eighteen inch flamer. And since it's a psychic attack, that one is. And the Exalted on a Disc has a D three damage, D six shot uh flamer, basically. Because it's torrent. Like that. So So like the strategy would be
1: I you know some little Exalted, whatever those little enlightened on a freaking... The guys. The play
0: play that happens that you'll see in the wild is an exalted on a disc. Because he moves 12, so he'll advance and then he'll move again and since he flies as an infantry he'll just go straight through a wall or go around something or just go hey, I see you. So now he sees you, everybody else sees you. What are you going to do about it?
2: Hmm.
0: Overwatch that. And then Magnus... (laughs) Well, <laughs> you can't because the the movie again has the shooting face. Sh- shoot face, yeah yeah, 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 Dang it! So Magnus, you know, he does his big psychic. Uh, Armin's, Armin's. Uh, you have to kind of watch out for Armin. Um, I know that's like, yeah, waters wet and sky's blue again, but <laughs> he has a Laz cannon that has precision. Is his psychic attack? Mm. It's a D six damage precision attack. It doesn't come up often, but when it does, it's a, well, dang, I didn't think about that. I assume it's psychic too, right? Yeah, that's his psychic attack. It's an 18-inch yeah. precision psychic.
1: Now, now, walk me through Armand's like, once-per-game ability. Where they get to do extra rituals. Okay. and uh, So, Armand
0: in a unit, every gun, every staff, every whatever, has plus one to wound. Uh, when he's leading it, anything mm. attack they make is plus one to wound. Put that aside. Once a game, he can do a ritual for free. Not in addition, just Mm. a ritual for free. So there's an upgrade that lets you do a ritual. A character can have an upgrade, a relic, that lets you do a second ritual in the same phase that has already been done. Not for free, just he can do a ritual again. Since Armin is a named character, he can't have that upgrade. So now let's say... If someone ever tries to doombolt you three times, can't do that. You can only do a ritual twice. Now, Armin can do one for free, and then you could do a pay for one. Sure, that's normal. 99% of the time, you'll see Armin will remove the saves from a unit, because that's nine Cabal points. So he'll remove it, and he's usually with a unit of ten flamers. It's, it's funny, like, the ten flamer brick was, like, all the rage at the start of the tenth edition, then it went away... And now it's back. Uh, it's still 10 flamers. It's 10 D six one to wound that are plus one to wound. Yeah. <laughs> that if you're on an objective, you reroll wound rolls with two, like his Armin goes, Hey, no saves. So take,
2: I don't know, 40 damage, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And you just go, uh, okay. Yeah, I will do that. Sorry. My, my apologies.
0: Um, the overwatch is still, a, is a threat from that unit too. um, so rituals, the ones to watch out for are the move again. you can't really stop you can't stop any of these, by the way. So the move again, the remove your saves, the um doombolt, so doombolt does get around, loan up. I know that people want to get huffy about it, but <laughs> it's just the way it is because um, it's not, so like, it's, not like
1: the closest or anything. It's just like pick one guy you can see. Right? You and use it's the ritual start
0: at your shooting phase, pick an enemy in with an 18 invisible, and you roll a D6. That's it. That's all it says. Yeah. So if you're if near a... If the unit doing the Doombolt is near a... Um, Vortex Doodle Beast. Vortex Beast. You double the range. So that's 36. 36, yeah. yeah.
2: It's tricky. Uh Now it says it targets the unit. So does that... If the character is leading a unit, then no, you can't. it doesn't say you, you,
0: you target a unit. You select one enemy unit with an eighteen invisible.
2: Well, wouldn't that all be one unit at that point? Or I, I, I guess because they, they technically call a single character by himself a unit, right? Yeah, well, no, no, no. Yeah. no. Once they're to they become a character unit. I'm talking like You're uh, talking about lone ops, right? Like yeah, the oh, thing yeah, yeah. Get
0: yeah. a ghost kill or uh whoever the, uh, hmm. the lieutenant with uh, in Reaver who says, oh, you can't shoot me, I'm alone up. Well, take b 6 or D3 plus three, which is the more, more likely than not what you're going to take from that. Hmm. It's a, it's a Sneaky. lot to think about. Um, but if you can make your t
2: son's opponent think more, it's better for you. <laughs> you got to get him to uh, ask him some question and blow an Android's brain up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do, was it do uh, electric sheep dream of? Anyway, um, yeah,
0: you, you, the more permutations, the more calculations and the more thoughts that they have to do in addition to what they already have to do to do what they want to do, it makes it so much harder to play that army, especially if it's your, if it's the third game of the day and they've had two hard games already and you've got a complicated list. It's playing t Sons at a GT is a slog. It is it is
2: not a fun way to spend a weekend in some ways. (laughs) Yeah. Remember, you'd always end the the second day to the thousand yard stare. Yeah. Like I need to go sit in a quiet room for a minute, (laughs) especially if you're playing something you've never played before. I've never played against that. What does it do? So you're
0: thinking about that the whole time. What you have to do. You've got to put a six piece Rubik's Cube together to just have a chance
1: yeah, and you like the. I mean, I like the complicated armies too. Like to to pilot, yeah, you know, like all a lot, of, a lot of moving pieces. Where if you juggle them all just right, it like hums like this glorious machine. Um,
0: I well, find, that army I is find, the
1: epitome of that. I find fun in that, but it's also like it's a you know you're one juggle away from it all falling apart and you just falling down. Um, so I, that's how you like have the skill of, of of and the joy of like I just did the thing that's difficult, but. Uh, I think Nick, uh, not you, Nick. The Navadi, like he, like he commented one time. We were playing, and uh, he's like, "Thomas, you got to stop playing Warhammer on hard mode. You just <laughs> just <laughs> better choices of your army or you know decisions. You're, you're just making it too hard on yourself." And I'm like, "Well, that's half the fun, right?" So
2: <clears throat> it's <clears throat> uh, over here. I don't want it to be too easy. Okay, I'm trying to give everybody <laughs> else a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I lose plenty of games for for my
1: bad choices. I mean. I, <laughs>
0: Uh, T Suns is is if it's going well for them, they look invincible. But if it goes wrong, it goes wrong in a hurry.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's one of those definitely one of those armies where you can get the feel bads real fast. You know, if you're like getting abused by these half of these rules, you don't understand what's happening and why you know they're just taking away your saves and just like randomly pointing at guys. I'm loaded up. You know, like I don't care. Take a bunch of more. Oh, you're dead. Like easy. You can, and, it uh, can
0: snowball on you for sure, yeah. and then all of a sudden they go, "Oh, I picked Dev Wounds in this turn, or this, you know, this background." What? <laughs> That's yeah. a thing you could do, oh, man.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a tough one. But, so what I'm hearing is, in order to keep a thousand sun player honest, just keep asking them questions and like throw some real inane like stuff in there. <sighs> Like what's the capital uh, of Omaha? You know, like, yeah. what? What's that's your mother's maiden state? name? <laughs> Last four digits of your social. No. Um,
0: the, the big thing to remember is they have to do everything that's interesting at the beginning of phases. Yeah. So if they've already moved on to shooting or whatever, you know, bring a sigh of relief because it means... They're, they're done doing all the things. Or they, they either forgot doing or more. they're not going to do that or they're holding their cabal points for something else, like... Uh, you don't accrue cabal points between, so they don't like carry over. You don't get to invest them; you spend them or they're gone. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But at and the they end got, of the round or turn, uh, at the beginning of your next command phase, they go away, and then you generate oh, okay. a new batch at the beginning of your command phase.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and like the way they generate them, like it's per unit. And certain units give you more, like and they have characters. Like they don't have a lot of characters units. So, like, as do start, all
0: the generation. Yeah,
1: as all as soon of you it. start picking off some of the units, like the cabal points go down, right? So like. You know, killing those little five-man squads really hurts them, right? So, like, in the call ballpoint generation. So, you start, like, having that. And they're, they're, like, they don't want to get touched, right? Like, you run up and punch them, like, the armies that are, like fighting custodes, mm. uh, world eaters.
2: Because so they don't have any like, fall back and do stuff. They yeah, just, right? have just to, Like, they're just squishy. You know, so like, they're just Marines. Like, Doombolt
0: can get them out of a jam in melee. Mm. And they can typically... Um, like, some of the psychic abilities have pistol that you would think have pistol. And, yeah, it's kind of mm. interesting in that regard. Um, but Doombolt is their big get-out-of-jail-free card for being touched in melee. Because hmm. they can then still move in the shooting phase. Because Doombolt and that would happen at the beginning of the phase. So they can go, Doombolt, Doombolt, move again. And it, hmm. Yeah. Just so, kill them. I mean, it's fine. I mean, if you just, just kill, kill them. The monolith, he says, plan <laughs> Just kill them all.
1: If you tell two
0: monoliths on them. You know,
1: <laughs> get the satan out when it's
0: charged. Oh, shoot! No way, can That doesn't work that way. <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a, a T Suns. I think are what I'm going to be focusing on uh, until I think the Chaos Space Marine Codex comes out. But it's a. It's an interesting army. It's a hard-to-play army, but it's very rewarding if you if you stick with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, with the way the changes are, like the Thousand Suns got a new lease on life with uh, some of the top Predators kind of getting kicked down a little bit. So, um, yeah, it will be good. you, you got to keep your eyes open. Uh, I think Cherokee, uh, the top winner, is one of our local guys. Um, he plays Thousand Suns, so he ended up winning the whole thing, I think. So, yeah, kudos to him. Noah, congratulations. Good job.
2: I'm really curious what's going to happen with uh, with Death Guard when they actually get a Codex. Because like, they're so powerful right now and they're just on Index. Like, oh, man. Yeah, they're,
1: they're spicy. Uh, we have a lot of Death Guard players in our local area. So get a lot of reps into Death Guard. Know, know the nuances, a lot of the different kind of army choices you have to make, depending on which path you want. Do you want Morty? Do you want Plague Brisk Crawlers? Do you want Rhino? spammed you like a lot of characters or you like
0: a lot of vehicles yeah but uh i mean both tyrannids and space marines took a bit of a hit between index and codex like i I was was watching watching some
1: i was watching some video and like you know there was you know like the marines get hit too hard or they're you know they're 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 now crappy or whatever so it's kind of interesting because i think my marines feel really strong so um but you can't you have like do certain detachments just be, be better? Does it just reward like a really good player, but like the average player, like that maybe doesn't have that exact list, you know, are they like shoehorned into specific choices or like, there's no good choices. Cause like you have so many data sheets, but we know playing Marines, right? Well, a lot of those data sheets are not worth all that, you know, in the list, right? Like you maybe yeah. take things for flavor, but you're not like, I mean, let's be the honest list around
0: the, the first company needs
1: a rework like crazy. <sighs> Yeah. Um, I would love yeah. for that to be worth something. Terminator, oh, Stern Guard.
0: Instead of once a game letting mm-hmm. them have full wound rolls on Terminator, Stern Guard, and Vanguard, mm-hmm. just every just make turn. This, this just making the, the old oath. Yes. Just for that detachment. Just, like, why not? And but, just in that detachment, and just for Terminator, Stern Guard, and Vanguard vets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, imagine. Get can, can Gilman back and do the things. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Reason, be a reason, you know, at least to try it. It, it would be interesting, and I would honestly play Stern Guard and, and Terminators, and I would be happy. I would me be happy. That would make me happy
1: because,
2: like, Terminators really aren't worth their points right now, right? Not in regular like, Marines, no. <laughs> man. They, still, they don't have a role to fill, basically.
1: Terminators are so great, the models
2: are so awesome, and you're like,
1: the rules just just blah. you like, it's crazy just,
2: considering they just came out with the new kit and everything, like, you would think GW would be like. Make them overpowered for six months, so everyone out uh, and bought them. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Marines I mean, they're not terrible.
1: I shouldn't say that. Like they're just they're not worth it. Like they just too many like I mean, negatives yeah. to
2: what they bring. They they just step on everybody else's feet. It's like what do they do that other people don't do for either better yeah. or cheaper?
1: They're like, I'm durable, I have a two up save and a four been vulnerable and I'm toughness five versus toughness four. You're like, Well, is that even worth it? I got toughness six guys everywhere. In vulnerable saves, like, ah, uh, you know, I got armor attempt if I really need it. Uh, Two-up save, like, that's good, but, like, I'm freaking slow. I'm only two damage power fist AP2, like, nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, the to AP2, fight...
0: too. That, that
1: sucks. sucks. You need some three damage somewhere. You need AP3. I mean, like, some detachments you can, like, buff that, so it's not, like, a static thing that is just stuck there, but, like, you're investing in all these things. You gotta put a character in them, like, Turner's gonna spend two turns walking around looking threatening. They're not that hard to kill, like quite honestly. You're like for as much as you're investing in them, they better live. You're like some armies have toughness problems killing them, but like for the most part, like they die just like anything else.
0: Yeah, they just they don't shoot hard enough, they don't punch hard enough. The only thing they do hard enough is spend points like I, I don't <laughs> yeah. I mean they're cheap uh, but they're not cheap enough to matter yeah right? but with like, 10 them in a character you're you're pushing 500 I mean yeah, yeah you're yeah. pushing 500 you may be at 450, 460 depending but like you want to put the librarian with them because having the film of pain to a psychic and having uh, um sustained it's really good it's really yeah. good. or you put in a chaplain with them, right, so you can have a plus one to wound, right, in melee or whatever. Like, um, yeah, it's just. Yeah, mm. yeah it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. All right, so we are getting ready for ATC that we talked about. There are 20 teams coming. That's
1: right. That's right. So the National Tabletop League, this is the, the second uh, tournament of the season, uh, the first one actually here in the United States, the – Uh, The first actual event was in Canada. Uh, So now we have the first one in the United States, 8TC. uh, And that's literally next week. So March 1st through the 3rd. There's 20 teams. So actually we had like a last minute, I don't know, like we had 20 teams and like one had to drop or it was like they were going to fill in and be the 20th. So we had down to 19. So we were able to wrangle up some mercenaries to kind of fill a team. So thanks to those guys, Gabe and, Chad and that whole crew that kind of stepped up to play. I think Noah's actually on that team, the guy who just yeah. won Cherokee with his 1,000 subs, yep. so he's playing on the Mercenary team. So thanks to those guys so that we can all have a, a no-buy, having uneven numbers at the team tournaments. No one wants to sit around and have a buy. So they're going to play. They get to get a spot. And, uh, yeah, so we're all prepping for that. We've been prepping for it for months. I don't know how much prep everyone else has put in, but we feel like we've been like waiting for this moment for quite a while. And, uh, you know, obviously we have a lot of uh, – uh, effort invested in it. Uh, you know we're running the league in terms of organizing and putting it together Shane and his crew that run ATC they're like this is their first foray into eights so we're excited to kind of partner with them and put this event together. Um, and then we have obviously our sponsor Army Painter their they're, they're, their support has allowed us to provide all sorts of the pairing masses that we're going to be using where they got we got paint uh, awards for the best painted team um you know a lot of sponsorship that they've kind of thrown in on this so we're, this is a big deal for us and super excited just to kind of go and see everybody and obviously we love to play some warhammers and now we get to do it in the team format so that's going to be it's going to be great and so this will be the second one so if we win and we have like three or four teams like pro tabletop my my group of guys we've like wrangled together several teams together if uh, any one of us win we like get the second spot kind of qualifying for the world champions at the end of the at the end of the season. So there's, uh, there's, some, uh, there's some stakes out there, like, you know, that we're all, like, going for. So we're kind of taking it a little serious here and, you know, we can't wait to go play. Be a good time. Should be a good time. Curious to see the, the hot lizard drop in action. I know like Max playing, he's on, he's on a different team than me. So Nick and I are on one team, Max on a, another team. And, uh, he's, he's playing Marines and I'm playing Marines. You can only have one player play Marines. So we couldn't get him on our team, but, uh, He's graciously went to the other team. He's got to kind of sh- shoehorned into doing pairings at the last second. So, uh, jokes on him, I guess. Or yeah. maybe he's that's going to be good for him. I don't know. You get the hot lizard drop. Get some good pairings. I myself, will but.
0: only play into things that I can annihilate in two turns. Like <laughs> I'm going to pick the best matchups for me. He won't, even though he should. But he won't. <laughs> it's it's. Show me the newest player you've got. Who you know. <laughs>
2: like oh gee golly mister it's my first tournament oh that guy that's mine
0: the guy who doesn't even have dice doesn't have a tape measure yeah that's that's my guy i want
1: it uh so like yeah well hot lizard drop so obviously brand new list we talked about a little bit last week super i'm super excited for it for mac to play with it um he was able to get one game. He wasn't uh, life got in the way, so I wasn't able to get a game with him personally to see it in action myself. But he did get a game against one of our good players. That's yeah. actually on his team, JJ. He was playing, he was playing uh, Dark Altar
0: against you? A few things I learned. Um, the Vanguard vets are super reliable to do fifteen ish mortal wounds when they come down. It's you wouldn't think it, but it it, it did, looking at the math, it, it's pretty reliable. Um, maybe a little hot, but on average, you can pretty much rely on twelve to fifteen to sixteen mortal wounds coming out of that
2: unit, which is that's a lot these days. Stupid. I mean, it's stupid. Like Ninth edition, you say that, you go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Tenth edition, doing sixteen mortal wounds in, in a, a phase, you are going, all right, okay. Yeah, Vanguard vets like that's very specific to
1: Firestorm, but like Vanguard, nobody plays Vanguard vets anymore, so having those guys be worth the damn is pretty interesting.
0: It's 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 interesting. Um, Vulcan and Company heroes. Took a full charge from Lilith and Vulcan lived. I mean, that's not nothing. Um, the the airplane is as deadly as you think it is. Um, it's it's you can't kill your opponent's whole army with it, but every turn, strength five hurricane bolters that are twin linked. That's better than you think it is. That like. It really makes me consider having more Hurricane Bolters
2: that that unit is doing Mm. so well. I mean, it's that, too. And, like, you can just put them pretty much anywhere you want on the table. So that helps. (laughs) I can't. Well, it's I I hide in the little crook on, like, an L somewhere, like, touching an objective with a a lone-op guy going, All right, well, at least I know I got this point, right? And that guy just goes, Hey, man, how's it going? Like, pokes his nose around the corner and just goes, So, I'm going to shoot you with a lot of guns now. They're all plus one strength. You're going to have a bad time. The, he, he,
0: he had oath once he was my target. Well, you know, not my target for oath, but he benefited from oath of moment once. And that was, it was like, I ran out of stuff to shoot. And I was like, Oh, well shit, that was a waste. Um, about halfway through his shooting these, uh, the weird profile of having a strength 10 going to strength 11 on their three damage missile shots, like a strength 11 shot. Weirdly enough, comes up almost every game, or weirdly comes up more than you think it would.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of strength ten things that you're like, yeah, I wouldn't on threes now. You're like, oh no, that's only strength ten. You're like, oh, strength eleven now. You're like,
0: no. And the the same routine of I had to answer, why is that strength five? But why is that strength seven? Why is that? <laughs> it's just like those armies that do that. Fast salamander just posted to your forehead. Firestorm. Um. <laughs> okay, firestorm. Let's see what else I missed. I missed not having infiltrators. I learned that lesson. Infiltrators are nice. I every time I like
1: question that hundred points. You're like they're so great screening. Like oh, someone's going to try to rapidly ingress three inches on my freaking board edge to get my um, still capture enemy outpost. showing. no, 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 no.
0: I it it it, it I felt it. <laughs> um, the Inceptors, I I like them, but I don't. But I do. But I don't. But I do. But I don't. But I do. Mm. And I have no you idea. Have one. One unit now, yeah, right? I have one a big, big, big plasma unit to get the plus one to wound. Mm-hmm. It's it's and strength nine when they shoot within twelve. Like it's good, but is it it's good just enough? enough? Pricey, and it's not so much the price when you front, think about it's it. Two sixty. It's not so much the points investment. It's the they eat up my oath turn because otherwise, why mm. are you dropping them? So that, that kind of shoehorns me there. And you have to think about constantly where they are, so your opponent's playing around it, which I guess is a good thing at the end of the day because you're forcing your opponent to make decisions on what you're doing rather than what they want to do. Uh, so it's a... I don't know, I go back and forth on the Inceptors, but overall I still think they're it's 51-49 for sure. That I'm still <laughs> is together. it better
1: to take two units of three instead of one big unit of six?
0: I don't think so. I think for me it's better with the one big unit because I want to get protect the whole unit with the jump in strat, and I want to get the extra damage out of the whole unit. Yeah. That a unit Obviously, of six you, 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 can you threaten the one game. You don't have a lot of
1: chances to do the strat to test it out, right?
0: Death guard, like, uh, the only thing I will say is I kinda wish I had more bullets playing against Dark Eldar. Like mm. I kind of wish I had the
2: Inceptors. I mean, the Bolter. That was that, that might be an outlier too because they have like thirty-seven <sighs> units on the table. Yeah. So uh, it was yeah, just yeah, that. I mean, Dark Eldar. Yeah,
1: Dark Eldar. If you haven't played Dark Eldar the first time, it's like, boy, it's rough. I learned you a lot. Really I was like, oh, yep.
0: those guns are twenty-four. No, they're thirty-six. Oh, those are that. <laughs> yeah. No, they're more than that. Like it, it just there was a lot of like, oh, I didn't expect that. All right. And it was a it was a game where I was just throwing it against the wall and seeing what stuck for sure, but. Um, I kind of spread myself too thin. I tried to go after everything on the table my turn two, and I killed three-quarters of what I wanted to kill, except for there were two Kronoses that were left on like two wounds and three wounds, and it was like I probably should have either focused or ignored the Kronos altogether and killed everything else. Mm -hmm. And that was, I think, what what my, my lesson was. I have to instead of thinking about everything dying, I have to really pinpoint and go, these are the top three things that need to die, not the top six that need to die this turn.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dark elder you really got to try to focus down the vehicles. That turns off a lot of their punching power because um, they have to get out of vehicles to do the lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when they're
2: they- out on foot, like
1: they're having a bad time. And then they're just that they get, they get hit, right? So they, yeah. they, they die, to, you know, the random stiff breeze. So like... Um, but it is interesting. Dark Elder are, are good. I don't think they're going to take the whole world by storm. They have a lot of holes in their list in terms of like what their bad matchups are. Sure. Obviously, we're, we're focused on teams, so you can kind of pair around that a little bit. But, uh, and they're this, this giant glass cannon. Of, you know, it rewards a skilled player if you can manipulate all their tricks. But they're also like, if you get caught with your pants down one time, like you could just go all the way. So um, You're it's still fun. just it's a, a tough
0: three dude, I mean, at the end of the day.
1: It it feels good. Like I I I was playing. I used to play Dark Eldar a lot, and uh, I know JJ, one of our buddies, is playing them now, so he's super excited. So just watching him play, watching how the army moves and runs around and does its tricks, it it feels like Dark Eldar should again, right? It's not like the full craziness, but they do have some melee, they do have some shooting. They're super fast. They're doing Eldar
0: thing for sure. I've played against or I've watched (laughs) the previous edition, like when tenth edition kind of started. I, I watched a couple of Dark Eldar games, and it was. Kind of meh. So poo
1: poo, right? It's like, I I shoot you. And then I try to not die because I can't stand on the objective, (laughs) right? You're like, oh.
0: This version, absolutely, like, even though I was playing against it,
2: it felt better. It felt like a Dark Elder Army. The one game I played against it, it felt like. I felt good about how much I was killing. I was like, "Man, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm taking <laughs> units. actually killing things." What? Yeah, and and it's like turn four. I'm like, "How do you still have more stuff left, man?" And he's like, "All right, so I'm gonna charge you with these homunculus." I'm like, "I thought I killed all of them." No, like, nah, man, you killed the other two units. So like, okay, yeah, all right, sure. And then these witches are gonna I'm like, what, what Where did they come from? i oh, they're hanging out in this, in this transport over here. All you, I was like, man, I swear I killed these guys all before. You're doing a lot of stuff.
0: It's it's. And the names. Like, Good God, the names. Like, <laughs> this is the R- 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 Rackavolian and the... J- 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 J like, all the stuff had different names. Like, the unit leaders all had weird names, and the units themselves were names, and then the character had a name. Like, it was... I'm going to activate the... Uh, you, just, you
1: just have to play some El- Dark Elder El- for a long time. You, you know all the names. Sure. You get the Homunculus, the Archons, and which is... Uh, the
0: uh, Racks. The Archons 2-up in Voln is still just as annoying as it ever was. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the shadow field saves, and sometimes it just fails the very first one. Oh, sure. like sure. every, yeah,
1: no every Archon, every Dark Eldar player knows the trick, right? You're like, well, I either make the first one or I just die, right? Like, it's right off the top. <laughs> it's like Thomas is like, how many times am I going to draw a capture enemy? I'll post on turn one. <laughs> Pretty much 90%, <laughs> like every time. I'm like, I, I was joking with Chris. I played a demon uh, buddy of mine oh, over the weekend, and I'm like, I was testing out the app because I don't normally use the app, I use the, the scoring sheet. And I was, like, very reticent to, like, use the app, even though the app's fantastic, right? And I'm like, ah, uh, technology, curmudgeon, right? So I'm like, I'll use the app. But I'm going to also write it down. And I'm like, all right, let me draw the cards for real because I don't want to just push the button and have it draw for me. And sure, sure enough, I'm like, well, make sure you shuffle it because I always get capturing the outposts. So he shuffles it, like, 14 times in front of me and then I flip it over, make a big show of it. And sure enough,
0: first thing <laughs> is capturing the So I'm like, eat <laughs> I can do to get away from that. I, I know. I still don't hate it, though. I mean, it's eight points, man. Oh, it's great, but turn one, man. Like, why Why do
1: I always have to draw it on turn one? Give it, give it to me on turn two. Like, just just give me a chance.
0: <laughs> so I drew that three times uh, at that Tampa tournament when I was playing Tau. I drew Capture Enemy Outpost, and twice it was on turn one. And twice yeah. I got it on turn one. Just, you got it on turn one? because yeah. wow, the Ghost Keels were typically forward deployed. And move, shoot, move. And I just auto see mm-hmm. people. They'd have one thing touching it because they're thinking, oh, it's turn one, big deal, whatever.
2: And no, I'll just go take it from you. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, you got me with that once. All right. All right so uh, I'm going to get eight points this turn. Like, what are you talking about? You can't get over here. I got like three guys over here on the point. Like, All right. So move, shoot, move. I'm on the point. I say, give me am OC4. Give it to me. And it was, okay. Well, dang. Yeah. You're sacrificing oh. on
0: 160 points and a, you know, command point, but. Who cares? I mean, maybe,
2: right? Because <laughs> the added bonus of doing that was like, okay, well, now you got a, a threat stand on your home objective going, so you're not going to get any points for this, and uh, you got to do something about it. <laughs> the the ghost kill is a, situ- a unique problem for that because he's
0: a lone op, because he has stealth, because he can blink two saves, because he has a two-up save. Like, he's tough eight. He has 12 wounds. Like, it, you start adding 11, you go, Oh, I gotta put some heat into this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those stupid ghost kills. Like people who play Tao, I don't. Uh, those ghosts, I've had the most trouble with ghost kills because you're always like, I know what this piece in my army how much damage it does reliably against X number of different targets, right? You kind of just know that math innately after you play it enough times. And you go in the ghost kill and you're like, what's the toughness? What's the save? Okay, good. And you like, don't get, add in those extra things. And you're like, I allocate this, maybe a little extra variants And you're like, oh, he's still alive. And you're like, son, you can't underestimate. Oh, you got four melta
0: wounds through? Okay, so I'm going to blank two of those, and I'll roll two. I save one, I fail one. Go ahead and roll damage. And you're like, that was four melta's. Yeah,
1: you're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy gets the full vi- vi- variance or the full violence. Last time I played Nick or uh, Mac, I left that guy on one or two wounds, and he just like ruined my day. So I am like, no, no, you are again.
0: Oh yeah, and, and then you draw behind enemy lines, and you get that too. It's like, <laughs> get out of here! I'll take thirteen <laughs> secondary points before you get to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like it, Ghost kill. I am. I am sad that there are still so many points, but anyway, we'll we'll talk about that another day. All right, so. uh I do miss the infiltrators. Um, The problem with that is I really can't squeeze anywhere. I could squeeze to one unit instead of two units of scouts, but I mean, you barely have any units as it is. Like,
1: what's your activation count? I
0: (laughs) like, yes, that's kind of standard Marines, quite honestly. Like, but between ten and twelve is not like crazy talk for Marines. It's just it's so like you have between the two dreadnoughts and the and the uh, airplane, you've got six hundred points tied up. Or it feels like it's probably 510, 520. I'm, I'm trying to add up mine. I'm like, do I got 10?
1: So, do I have 10? 10, <laughs> yeah. six. So we were, How many activations <laughs> do you yeah. have? And i was like, well, Nine, more than you,
0: I guess. I don't, I don't know. 10? I'm like, 11 maybe? It's, yeah, um, it's, I'm like, I'm right there with you. The Dreadnoughts are interesting. A little cumbersome, but interesting. Um, the airplane is better than I kind of gave it credit for, and Playing it now a couple of times, I, I think I know what it should be doing. It needs to work in tandem with the Inceptors more. I, I'm always kind of disjointed with them. I need it to be there with them more than it isn't. Um, the Vanguard Vets, I I think they're the only way to play Firestorm, honestly, after having played them now. Is, oh, it, dude, you know, is yeah. it worth
1: taking a second unit of them instead of the second Brutalis? I don't think so. so. Is that
2: too I don't spicy? think so. I don't, because... It's the mortal wounds coming off them too, yeah. though, right? Like, that's but the main draw. I mean, they they,
0: they they they're
2: respectable in combat with the lethal hits and extra strength. But that's not
0: where they're there. They're there to go, that dies. Vulcan says that dies, that dies. Yeah, but if they drop and
1: kill the thing, right, which is like fairly easy in modern 40k. Sure. I, I like pop and drop, and then you're like, I sacrifice because it's a trade game. You know, the standard kind of Internet building army lists are, well, I just take one thing's good. Well, what's better than one thing that's good? Two things are, are good, right? Like the same thing, times two. Sure. Right? Like why not have two? Sure. Yeah, you, you necessarily aren't going to double drop, but you could if you had enough CP because you get one of them for free. Um, you're not getting the full rerolls unless you're just like, I need to double down 30 mortal wounds on something, right? Like there is a world, I guess, where you might need that. But you just like stop and reload. Like you drop down, flame and kill. That unit you know, gets it's, gutted, it's or It's more know, so
0: that they can. After the turn, they do uh, that. They're still just as effective because they have a 12 inch range, a 12 inch move, and an advance. So
1: a minimum like of about they, 25. They're not dying a range. after that. I feel like
0: they just die. Like they have to die. Right? You can't let them oh, they run have around to. and do that. They have to. But that's that's so a they, positive it, though because that distracts from everything else on the table. The but weirdly enough, the land raider th- gets ignored. You
1: know that? Well, that's true. I forgot you had a land raider. I, uh Yeah. You just don't have time to deal with the Land Raider
0: at that point. I, I know. The Land Raider is the least threatening thing on the table. And that's a wild statement. But it's true. <laughs> the Redeemer in the middle literally in the middle of the table is just like, Hey, somebody play with me the whole game. But there's nobody <laughs> there's nobody in it, right? Like Vulcan
1: Squad, but like he's jumped out at this point. Like, uh, right? yeah, like he's no, actually the, in the plane.
0: Uh, the eradicators were in it. Oh, okay. Plus
2: you can just drop the Inceptors close by. I mean pop all they in. can.
0: It's, yeah, the Land Raider Redeemer is the least threatening thing on the table. <laughs> it, 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 what? So I have to maybe find a way to make it more threatening. I don't know. Just <laughs> like, dram <getting> it right <laughs> in her face, like,
1: advance, full up. That's, that's where the when, paint
2: job comes in, man.
1: Yep. Just as you start talking, like, you don't want to get overwatched by this thing. Like, I dare they you watch to move. Like, right, really. So really you know. Everything runs out, and you're like, oh, man, that Land Raider is going to get you. You're like, oh. Watch after this land raider. Really, <laughs> um, I'm excited to see. You know, you're gonna have five tourney games, right? Where you are going to play them at ATC, so we'll get to see. Obviously, you'll get to do a little bit of the pairing. So, yeah. like we'll I said, what kind every of new player, going. I'm gonna play
0: five brand new pieces <laughs> <You're right. laughs> and say, This is the best list that ever existed. Oh,
1: you got Justin on your team, right? Like, he's playing Thousand Suns. You're gonna, you're gonna like give him the, the setup.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's we got some interesting lists to play with. Um, so we'll, we're going to go to ATC. We're going to come back. We will have another, the next podcast. We will probably do the Saturday night of ATC. So you'll, you'll catch us when we're, we're our most haggard, most beleaguered. (laughs) Yeah. Either that second day or maybe
1: after the tournament's over, depending on what the schedule looks like, um, we'll get one kind of recapping the event, either mid event or at the finals afterwards. So you kind of get, uh. The hot takes from uh, of the event and see how it went. Like from a team perspective, like, what, what factions are you guys playing on your team? I know you got kind of a a little bit of a hodgepodge
0: there, but we have like, Imperial Knights, we have Chaos Knights, we have Thousand Suns, we have uh, Death Guard, we have um, Space Marines, Necrons, huh. and Custodes, Custodes and Dark Eldar, and, a, and Dark Eldar. And Dark Eldar. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good mix. I think always Imperial Knights is the one question, but we know why Steven has to play Imperial Knights. So, and I, I, I'm telling you, like... It's a skew list.
0: I mean, no doubt. No doubt. It's, it's, it's four it's, big knights. It's, it's not as list. bad
1: as everyone says, especially in the team format. Like, knights are just a stat check army, and you're like, those knights don't just die. You know, as much as I like to disdain in knights, like, I, I played against it a couple of times trying to get him in, in practice with it. And I'm like, these knights, uh, you know, like... I, I, I want to give these guys a swing because like it, it appeals to my hard mode. <laughs> uh the like I, I can make what if these I guys only play some... with four
2: activations. I can make this <laughs> do some stuff. Maybe just three big nights. So
0: run around. There was a war game that I played called Flames of War, and um there was a list that was literally just like five tiger tanks uh, or eight panthers. Um and you are that's it. And you know, you're playing against an entire company on the other side. Of infantry or mechanizing fear, whatever it was. So you have five dudes, five tanks. That's it. Uh, that game at the time, um, you could measure everything, and that was one of the few war games that let you pre-measure everything. Forty K was still, you know, guess range and all that Ooh, jazz. The, the battle days. Yeah. Um, but I will say, th- I forced myself to play that list for about four tournaments, and I got way better at the game uh, because your my game, my turns were so mechanically easy. It forced me to focus on what was going on in the game. And because they're all the same. All five of the, the, the tanks were they had the same profiles. They did the same things. So it wasn't like I had, you know, oh, this guy's got that gun and that guy's got that gun. It like literally homogenized my list, but it allowed me to focus on the game more than the mechanics of playing the list, which really taught me the game fast. And I, I did the same thing in, with Knights, Back in eighth edition, when it started, I played what four big nights and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that really helped me out, um, focus, simplify my list, and focus on the game and not the mechanics of, oh, I got this aura and this aura, and this aura, and I got a-. I didn't have any of that. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I, there's I something to, to that.
1: Objectives and these units. What's the right priority? What are my priority? What is my opponent doing? Yeah. Where do I need to move to? Yeah, those are those are important things, right? You can't take for granted, especially if you're a newer player and you, you're kind of trying to absorb all the things, right? As you play in a tournament, you can get overwhelmed with some of that stuff, and especially as you the days and go on, if you play a long tournament, you start getting fatigued. It's easy to get, uh, especially these old guys, right? <laughs> the wheels don't turn quite as fast as they used to. So you're just like, oh man, gotta work a little harder at this.
0: It, it, it's also nice that you can ignore certain things. Like, you can ignore small arms fire. I don't care, man. Shoot the bolters. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And unless you have yeah, some like crazy... Yeah, like, gun. guns
1: don't matter, right? Because, like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm a big skew list. Like, only ten guns matter. Like, how many ten guns you got? Not that many? Hmm. Turns out I'm going to be harder to kill. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's nice. So, our team... Um, so, we have a lot of the same factions that you have, but I know some of our lists are were quite different. So, we have uh, Necrons and Custodes... Uh, We were going to play Dark Eldar um, up until like the nth hour, and we ended up changing. So we got World Eaters instead. Um, We thought that paired really well with Custodes, so we kind of have two fighting factions. that kind of like throw that pair sometimes that, you know, you don't want to take either one of those. Uh, I, of course, playing Space Marines. And uh, we got Sisters. Brad's playing Sisters. We don't have Eldar. So like Brad's normally our Eldar guy, so he was really liking the Sisters. Eldar took a hit. They're still really good. Yeah. I think they're, they're less, like, automatic. You know, like, there's a lot of player skill that you can really kind of raise the bar with them. Uh, but we, we just didn't have a person that was, like, wanting to do that. So uh, we don't have Eldar. So we, instead we took Demons. So we got a big monster, Demon stat checklist. Again, it's kind of a team's thing. Uh, we got Death Guard. Joe's playing Death Guard. And then uh, what does that leave? Tiernits. Nick. Yeah, Nick, you're right here. Literally, tell me something. <laughs> Nick, playing this. So yeah, that's our that's our factions. I think I got all eight there. Um, no Tau, no Orcs. So there's a lot of Orcs and a lot of Tau. We worked, We had some guys that played Grey Knights, so we ended up pulling them off Grey Knights. Um, a lot of good stuff. Like It's interesting um, to go through that kind of process and figure out what armies we want to play. There was a lot of faction hopping. A lot of weeks where we were like, I'm playing this army, and like totally... Next week, a whole different army. It wasn't even like I changed the list. It's like I changed factions. I'm like, I'm now custodes instead of freaking world leaders, and oh, I'll play world leaders instead of death uh, dark eldar. And you're like, oh, I'm playing sisters instead of eldar. And you're like, what, what is happening? I'm playing Marines. <laughs> you can figure it all out yeah. over there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> luckily, we happen. have
1: lots of armies, so like, a, there's a lot of barrel hammer going on. There's a lot of practice with armies that aren't maybe our main kind of faction armies, mm-hmm. so that kind of gets you. It's interesting because it gets you well-versed against a lot of different factions where you just kind of maybe used to playing the same armies over and over again, and uh, you don't get that visibility to see the different armies. So we have a lot of that practice. So it's, it's been good. It's, uh, I'm excited. We put a lot of games in the last few months getting ready for this. So uh, so much so, like, all the singles stuff, it's kind of like well, in the rearview mirror. Like, we're even looking at singles now. We're like, when's the next team event? Because we just can't wait to do this again. And maybe we've got a different player that's going to play a different faction. Uh, you know we have a bunch of players in our area that want to play on the teams and not everyone could go to every single event so it's uh it's exciting so yeah awesome ATC we're gonna have that we're gonna talk about it next time anything else that we wanted to cover for this episode
0: no I think we're we're about an hour 15 at this point so that's enough rambling from us for one episode I think. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> call it wraps. Uh, if you watch this on the uh, uh, YouTube, leave us some comments. If you're uh, uh, listening on the podcast, uh, we can't wait to give you the next episode after the teams to kind of give you the the kind of the the boots on the ground feel of, of the event in general and just how our individual teams fared. Hopefully, one of us walks out of there with a the trophy and a spot in the finals. So we'll be uh, working hard at that. And then, uh, yeah, uh, can't wait, can't wait to, for the next one, guys.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. We appreciate it. We'll, we'll talk to you again probably at the end of this week. Uh, we'll probably upload sometime early next week. Uh, as you're listening to this, it's late February already. It'll be March <laughs> soon. Uh, so please paint your models, get out, play some games, have some fun, play Marines. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.